What a pleasure it was to interview my sister from another mister. Stacy is the founder, CEO for Soul Body Fitness in the USA, a brand of choreographed bar workouts. While Stacy and I have fitness, running and bar workouts in common, we also have a similar ethos and a belief that being women in our 50s in the fitness industry, our role is to share and grow others without ego and to be better than ourselves. Stacey Seward Vandiver has been teaching group classes for over 14 years. She's an inspiration to many and a good friend of mine. Very excited to bring and welcome to the stage, the podcast stage, the YouTube stage, everywhere that we are. Um, I would call you my soul sister, and this is actually kind of funny because, you know, know. the name of your business, but I'd like to introduce Stacey Vandiver. You are based in the US, so it's really exciting that we can even coordinate a time to have a chat. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in New Zealand, you're in the US, that makes it kind of challenging. Um, And I'm just going to introduce you a little bit about what I know about you, how we met. So we met in 2019, San Diego. Um, 18. 2018, oh crikey, it's definitely been too long between meetups then. Um, So we met at URSA and also WIFA, Women in Fitness Association, they had one of their very first uh, live meetups, which was absolutely, for me, absolutely awesome. I remember, you know, speaking with you at both URSA and at WIFA, and I just felt like we had such a great connection. And our thing is, we both love bar workouts. (laughs) <laughs> very much so <laughs> and to the point where we both created something for the world to enjoy the way that we love working out so yep. I'm going to yep. hand it over to you so you can share your journey into the fitness industry how you got to where you are today and I've got some big questions coming up but I'll leave it to you now awesome Trace you know what I love that you introduced me as a soul sister even though we've only been together physically two times and we don't talk that much but there are people in your life that you meet and you just you have this connection there's this energy that you share immediately and I definitely felt that too so um, I'm really excited and honored to be here um, on your podcast I love your theme as soon as I saw it connected with me immediately Um, so uh, what do I do? Um, I have started a business in fitness, which brought us together. Um, uh, my business is Soulbody Fitness. And Soulbody Fitness now, which started in bar, is group fitness programming. Group fitness programming that uh, takes a more mindful approach, the mind-body uh, approach, but um, creates programs and classes, group fitness classes that are a little bit more um, on trend. A little bit more ahead of the curve. What was happening in the boutique studio space was not available for group fitness in health clubs and associations and um, you know rec centers. So that was where um, uh, we definitely saw a problem. And if you're going to start a business, you better make sure you're solving a problem, right? Um, so uh, that started. Oof, um, we started training instructors and developing, we started training instructors in 2015, was our first training. Um, we worked with Merit Clubs in uh, the United States, I'm a very well-known club in the fitness industry over here. And, um, uh, but in 2010 is when I, uh, when I started teaching um, BAR. I fell in love with it. I discovered it. 
Um, I'm in Baltimore, Maryland, so very close to New York, and I travel to New York often. Um, before 2010, I was teaching Pilates. I have a personal absolute love and um, affection for that method. Um, when I started teaching, actually even before I started teaching, because I was always in fitness, but for a personal level um, and satisfaction, I uh, was approached and said, do, do you teach? Have you ever thought about teaching? And um, that's when I kind of got very serious about it. I, I do enjoy being with people. Um, I think I easily connect with them. And I also like helping people. Um, I, I, you know, and that's, we'll, we'll talk about where that's kind of turning as we get older. But um, it just is something that is a natural um, uh, tendency for me. I've always kind of been one of those people that likes to take uh, someone who needs help, support, advice, and I get involved. And I, yeah. I, I go there. Yeah. So, so you also um, in the fitness industry, or do you want to tell us a little bit like how did you, you got approached, obviously, but you must have like looked the part, <laughs> the approach. Because that's well, what I, yeah, that, that's actually, that's, I like that one. Um, so honestly, since a young child or young girl, um, um, around age 13, I was always in the arts, this very creative person. Um, and, uh, I just was very aware of my body at a young age. And I started running, believe it or not, in seventh grade before school. And just that physic physical fitness was just in my mind, in my body. I always felt good. I had always exercised since 13, like on my own. And, um, also health nutrition. It was just something that I was very aware of um, um, from the very beginning. I mean, even in college, I was like working at the co-op with all the natural foods, uh, you know, it's really important to me. Um, so to fall into fitness um, was not difficult for me at all as a profession. Um, and actually when we started, I had a business partner at the time, Anne-Marie Barber, and um, we actually were modeling our bar method as well as really kind of coaching and, and helping and leading um, people in nutrition. We did a lot of work with local um, uh, companies that were doing, um, you know, healthy juices and uh, meal plans. So, um, you know, it's in the beginning as any business or not even business, you start a, a, a getting into something that you love and you're passionate about. You start trying to find its path. And then um, in 2015, it was like something clicked. Uh, again, uh, Merit Clubs came to us and we started doing a research. Um, at the time we had just bar and we realized that there were lots of bar programs or trainings out there, but no one was doing the choreography, the content, providing content after training. So that was kind of like, the problem solution right there. And then as we started getting deeper into it and deeper into the fitness industry on a club, health club level, not the boutique side, we realized that that whole um, relevant new on-trend classes, style classes, were not really being developed for the health clubs to implement so that they could compete with the boutiques. It, you know, it doesn't take a whole lot. It's just having that 
um, mindset to be able to, to, to implement new programming, um, be aware of what's going on. Uh, we um, definitely took the licensing fees out of our, um, of our model, which was a barrier to entry. Um, and especially now it's fabulous as the world starts to reopen um, and clubs really need to pay attention to their budget. So um, now we have four programs. We're on our way to developing our fifth and it's all mind body, more mind body focused. Even our hit program, which is uh, Soul Body Power has a mindful approach to it. And, yeah, and, I really and, love that because I do believe that yeah. that's the direction of fitness you know, for the longevity of fitness and for the yes. longevity of us doing it, it's, we are there more for um, how it makes us feel than how it makes us look. Like mm -hmm. I've really noticed this and um, this is really interesting because we had the Weefa She Runs the World um, run in the weekend. And yes. as I was running along, I wasn't focused on my pace, even though I had to, you mm. know, tell them what my 5K pace was going to be. I was not focused on that. I was thinking about why have I run so long, just like you, I started running really young and I would get up in the morning, go for a run, I would train like at 12, mm -hmm. like who does that? <laughs> <laughs> like when you're not actually competing, you're just going to go for a run. See, I told you we're self sisters. <laughs> yeah, I told you it. Stacey, Tracy, running and bar. Right. Anyway, where That's I was funny. going with this is as I'm running, I'm thinking about why have I been running for this long? And why is it something that I continue to love? And through the ages, what's happened is I do exercise or I do activity for how it makes me feel and how it helps my mind. So it's absolutely amazing that all your programming, soul, body, bar, is that combination of bringing together the physicality, but really producing something that's great for how it makes you feel and touches your soul. So I really feel connected to, um, yes. you know, what you're trying yeah. to achieve. So I yeah. it. And I think that's, I think that's the, the, the uh, reason our programs are successful. Once they're, once they're implemented into clubs, the capacity of the classes is very high. And I think um, because of the way um, I approach fitness, I know that if I'm going to do a 45 minute, 50 minute, 55 minute class, it better be effective. It better be something that was worth my time. So I think the model of how we, you know, even though I have different directors now for each program, I kind of oversee and make sure that they're, they're in, in the um, uh, direction of what we originally created, right? And that they're speaking to the health club member. And going back to your uh, comment um, uh, about longevity and health and fitness, there's something that um, I love that Mark Hyman, I don't know if you know Dr. Mark Hyman, um, he's fantastic. And he talks about our lifespan is very long now, but our health span is something quite different. And that is the span of time that you're actually healthy. And exercise, diet, yes, but exercise is also part of it. Uh, if you can get out of a chair at 80 years old, there's no reason you have to go to a nursing home. Right. So the exercise is something and yes, it will change, um, but you still need to move. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Um, one of the things that we also have in common is that we've been we're still here in the fitness industry. <laughs> and from my experience, um, the fitness industry is, is 
it usifies fitness. So when it comes to marketing, um, you'll see predominantly um, younger people, um, muscles, all that type of thing. And I think it is, there is a shift, obviously, I think the pandemic really helped and highlighted the mental wellness of the, uh, the mm. mental health aspect of working out. But you still don't see a lot of marketing um, towards women who are getting older. And what's really unique is that we know a lot about our bodies and we know how to look after ourselves. We have massive education and there's a lot of information that we can tap into on the nutrition side and the wellness side. But when it comes to sort of training, there isn't really anything, you know, like I'm putting it out there that I'm 50 and, you know, being soul sisters, you probably yeah. are there yeah. too. Yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely, girlfriend. Yeah. But I think one of the other things that we share is that through our journey in the fitness industry and as we age, there are other things that we bring to the fitness industry. And I wanted you to share, you know, what, how you feel your role is in the fitness industry now um, because this is really the meat of our discussion today. Yeah, yeah I like that. Um, so I have definitely seen uh, a, a need in the fitness industry, specifically our vertical of group fitness. Group fitness definitely plays on that um, image of um, a certain body type, a certain age, um, even a certain race. And um, that is starting, thank God, to change. And I'm very proud that we have a platform for that. And it's one thing that um, I get complimented on a lot. If you look at our master trainers, if you look at our directors, they're not all fitting that perfect model. And that's not what we're trying to achieve here. We're trying to achieve workouts that will speak to the majority, right? Um, that, uh, that can, people can feel really good about. They finish their workout and they say, wow, I accomplished something. I feel really good. I got all the good hormones, hormones working and moving. Um, and uh, we get complimented for that outside of our business. Um, you know, I have to share with you, we are doing a, um, a campaign right now uh, for um, our master trainers and ambassadors to talk about what soul body fitness means to me. And so they have to send in a video, one to two minutes of what it is. And again, this is all of our master trainers and, um, and uh, ambassadors, not a huge, huge team. You know, we're a small team, mighty team, but a small team. But the videos that are coming in, some of them actually brought a tear to my eye because I didn't even realize what we have been creating and what is, uh, uh, you know, right here on, on the table. Um, it's beautiful. It has opened up opportunities for all the things that I was just listing. And, um, and that, that to me is really, really special. I know that we have um, accomplished a big feat right there, just alone. Not let alone, you know, take aside all the cool class, the programs that we're designing, but we're actually filling a really be beautiful um, need and gap in the group fitness vertical. That to me is really, really special. Yeah, that sounds amazing. I'm hoping that yeah. you'll pop some of those onto your um, Instagram yes. feed so I can enjoy yes. them. Yes, okay. <laughs> Today, um, your role as CEO and co-founder or founder? 
owner. Well, CEO and oh. owner. And yeah, All of right, that, right. right. Doesn't matter because we're not about the titles, but the doesn't owner. matter. Actually, I love that you said it doesn't matter because we are a yeah. flat structured company. I talk about that often. That yeah. I've got an immediate team and we all make decisions together. Yep. And I would agree that that's, I would, I can absolutely see that that's the case. But and also having said that, I would say that a lot of your team look to you for leadership. So from your perspective, what are some of the top tools that you use to help lead and grow and guide your team today? Oh, good question. Um, I think uh, one of them is definitely, and, and probably one of the biggest ones is um, being very sincere and honest um, when I have a um, something that I want to share, uh, a thought, um, you know, it's good, it's or even feedback. Um, there's no, can I curse? <laughs> no BS. Yeah, well, you wouldn't be the first because every other person that I've had on here or up to episode nine has just gone for it. So <laughs> off you go. <laughs> okay, so no bullshit, no bullshit. And the team that we have, again, it's it's small, but it's mighty. And they, they all are the same way. There's no bullshit. Um, we're really quite um, honest with each other. We come from a good place. Um, because we want everyone to feel empowered and know that they have opportunity. Um, I think another really important quality or um, skill that you have to have is listening. Um, just, it's like that quote, stop talking. <laughs> stop talking. And I actually, yeah, like, um, and sometimes it's hard for me because my, my brain is spinning and I have all these ideas and I I want to say it before I forget about it, but it's just stop talking. Um, let let them uh, maybe share their experiences or their ideas. Um, and again, that flat, flat structure uh, format, I really think allows for creativity and innovation um, more so than this is my role and this is your role and this is your role. Um, so anyway, um, uh, let's see what else. Take risks. Take risks. Don't fear. Um, uh, you know, and this is one thing that um, I love talking about for women, in particular, is I think. And you and I talked about this at a, at, a, at another time um, before. But I think most women in their DNA, they have a natural tendency not to take risks, and I think some of it is social. Um, you know, some of it is just women's place and a man's place, right? Which is totally changing. It's beautiful to see. Um, but I also do think it's part of our DNA is we, we just, you know, men and women are different. And most women, I'm not going to say all, but a lot of women just fear taking risks and what women, you know, what others are going to think of them. Where men are just like, they'll just do it and they mess up. Oh, well, uh, just, get, <laughs> just do something else. I'll just do something else, right? Um, so this is one thing that I feel like is very important um, in, in, a, in having a company is, is um, keep your pulse on the finger, of, keep your finger on the pulse of what's going on and take risks. If it doesn't work, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I agree yeah. with you on the risk thing, because I feel like as we, as we get older, and I know I bring that up a few times, yes. but... Um, one of the one of the menopausal symptoms that I had, if I could just share, was I started to lose my confidence. 
Yeah. And so when you talk mm. about risk taking and when you're in the fitness industry and particularly in boutique fitness where everything is about trend and what's next and how can you stay ahead of the curve and, and also mm -hmm. how can you keep your community um, committed to you with giving them lots and lots of different ideas and things to do. Yes, um, yes. And, and I'm going through, you know, perimenopause and starting to doubt myself and question mm. myself and forget to write things down and all those things in a very fast-paced environment. Um, mm -hmm. I think that the one of the things that I also learned, which you talked about, is that through it, even though I had these moments of doubt and lack of confidence, I did take the risk, but I was also a lot kinder on myself. So I think I hit it out of the park 80% of the time, and there was 20% where I went, oh, shit, that didn't work out. Yeah. What did yeah. I learn? And there's another thing. Exactly. You know, your mind gets there a lot faster. Oh, I messed up. What did I learn? Oh, I need to apologize. I'm good with that. You know, so that's one of the things, one of the things I celebrate about the stage of our lives that we're at, and particularly that we're in the same industry. Um, you know, the risk taking, the move quickly, the listening to what younger people have to share with us about some ideas mm -hmm. and the learning Absolutely. opportunities for us. You know, the old dog, new tracks sort of thing it's, it's like yes. celebrating the opportunity to learn learn all the time and keep learning and especially I think this is a really important time for fitness with technology you know that we stay relevant and you obviously had that big moment last year so congratulations putting everything thank on. you thank you yeah we we we, we you know I'll use the word pivot um but we did I mean you know we quickly um shifted our sales and 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 were able to to do it very easily because we already had such great content and education to turn it over to digital wasn't like rocket science or starting from scratch but going back to that risk and going back to to educating and um mentoring the younger set to take those risks because think about it what if you had that gut at 20. What if you had that gut at 30, right? And I think about that often. And I don't, I'm not one to like to, to look back on things. Like it's constantly move forward, move forward. Um, there are things ahead of you, the past, the past. Um, but if we can educate and mentor the younger set, even you and I have daughters. I, I definitely, I definitely, I have twin daughters, 17. Do not hold yourself back. If you mess up, it is okay. And and I do think there is, um, I, I do think they're more confident than maybe we were um, just because of our society. Um, but uh, I do want the women, the young women to have that confidence to take risks. And I think that comes from education that's the societal part, like where we have to come in and say, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. No, I agree with you on that. Um, we have, you know, daughters about the same age and I feel it's yes. my role to give her as much information and insight into the opportunities and the, mm -hmm. and the support mechanism. Hey, if you mess up, I'm here. It's okay. Let's talk it through and let's figure out what we could have done better. So that's, it's exciting to watch because even though like my daughter's only 16, she is streaks ahead of where I was at 16, you know, and it's so exciting. <laughs> I going to slay it, girl, you know, and she's actually not. That's what I say to my girls. That's what I say. <laughs> I'm like, God, I wish I had that confidence. But 
um, we still have to, you know, what, like you and I are both probably doing a very good job of providing that platform too and saying, hey, here it is, get out there, do it. And, um, you know, I, I think that's, that's really, really important. But that's our role. And, you know, as um, a business owner and having a team, that is one of my roles as well. I have people younger than me and I want to create opportunities for them and I want them to uh, see what they can bring to the table. You know, somebody came, one of, um, one of them came to me and said, uh, you know, I love that you're providing opportunities for the black female in, in group fitness. And I was like, bring it on. I'm like, I don't care what color you are. Bring it on. You have passion. You have drive. You have knowledge. You have experience. You have a dedication and commitment to our brand. Bring it on, sister. I'm, I'm, all, I'm all ears. So yeah. it's kind of, you know, what we do. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. we do. Exactly. And, yeah. you know, I've always had this mantra, make someone better than yourself. And then you know that you've been successful. So there, there is sort of through the 20s and 30s that uh, end game of I need to make myself successful and get the recognition. At some point, it changes when you start to coach and train other people and see them rise to the surface and know that your purpose now is to make people better than yourself. So that's your legacy, yes. right? Yes, that's great. That's a great way to put it. That is a great way to put it. Yep, yep. Yeah. Okay, so I want to get into some nitty gritty. Um, we're Uh-oh. On, you know, we're, we're obviously we know our bodies really well. We're in the fitness industry. So, you know, physical exercise is definitely something that helps us physically, mentally and emotionally. And um, I am passionate about the science of um, menopause to the point where I just study it a lot and I study it for myself and then realize that all my friends didn't know anything either <laughs> so and hence the podcast <laughs> now I'm still not putting myself out there as the expert but I think what's really important in this podcast is that we share our insights and experiences um so from a fitness professional from one fitness professional to another what's your experience oh that's a good one um and and I we talked about this off air as well um you know I wake up and I'm, I'm thankful that I woke up. Like, thank you, Jesus, that I just woke up and I have another day, right? Like, woo! Um, uh, so, but I get, you know, I have a lot of energy and, um, it, you know, I don't care. I might be a 32-year-old uh, in a 50-year-old body. I, you know, I, I don't know, but I go. Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> and so I do, I have witnessed um, a, a change in my body as far as um, uh, ability to exercise the same way. Um, and I definitely honor that for sure. Um, but it was not something that I really started paying attention because I, in my 30s and 40s, I just kept on going. I kept on going. I, I don't know if I went through midlife crisis. I don't know if I ever had like a, a depression or I was a real, you know, a real high. I, I don't know. Um, but now I do know that my body is changing and I need to start tuning in. Um, and that is where, um, uh, that's where I stand. I mean, I don't, uh, I don't have a lot of answers. I, I, you know, just, I think I'm just getting there. Um, but, uh, I'm honoring the change that is happening in my body. Um, 
I'm even honoring it, not even through exercise, like low impact, like our power class. I was just saying to one of the co-directors, it's like, okay, I'm going to film lit, low intensity interval training. And I just did this class and I absolutely loved it. And I was like, I can, I, I can think of a, a thousand people that would absolutely love what I just designed. <laughs> so, but I honor it. I honor it. And um, I don't, I don't think anything negative from it. I still feel good mentally. I also um, feel that there needs to be an adjustment in diet. Um, you know, things shift, your body feels differently. Um, I uh, have definitely um, paid more attention to supplements, um, more vitamins, um, things that may not, I may not be getting in my food. Um, your immune health is extremely, extremely vital, especially we're learning that uh, even through this whole crisis that we've just experienced. It's all about immunity um, mm. and self-immunity. So um, those are my experiences so far as I'm entering in this new phase for the first time paying attention. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome, yeah. Stacey. So I'll just um, uh, put a little bit of uh, where I'm up to now so we can share and you might notice it. Um, I, when I go to sleep, I'll wake up in the night and my hands and feet tingle. And mm -hmm. I used to think it was because of the, a lot of exercise that I was doing. And I pretty much stopped that type of exercise, like a lot of hit, a lot of, you know, a lot of exercise at the end of last year. And I relocated to New Zealand and I really haven't picked up the, um, the, the quantity of workouts that I was doing before. So now I'm really noticing what's happening to my body. And so I lie in bed and I can feel like hot pins and needles sensation in my hands and feet. And that's like been quite recent. So I'm like, oh, instead of getting all worried and frustrated about it, apart from when it wakes me up in the night, I'm like, oh, that's really interesting. That is one of the symptoms. I wonder what the association is and what's happening in my body. What am I eating? What am I not eating? Am I drinking enough? You know, so I start the question list and then I'm like, okay, this is cool. This is another thing that I'll get to explore and I'll find yes. out. I'm going to find out. Yes. Listen, you know, well, what's up with that? Good for you. So you're taking ownership. You're taking ownership yeah. of the change, yeah. which is sure. really what we have to do. Yeah. I've got yeah. one more question for you. So yes. you, you, because we're so similar and I feel like you've got this like checklist of things that you do to make yourself feel really good. So what rituals do you have that help you stay grounded and connected to who you are today? You know what? The first thing that comes to my mind to stay grounded is my family. Um, I'm a mom of four kids, four, um, which is a lot. You're four? I was celebrating your four. I'm just two, and that's plenty. <laughs> I mean, have you met my son? <laughs> right. <We're done. laughs> no, I have four. Um, uh, actually, the, the third pregnancy was a surprise and it was twins. So that's how it happened. We were not planning to say, hey, let's have four children. But I have two boys that are just fabulous. They're in college and they're just um, you know, off to really um, amazing things. Um, I feel it. I sense it. Um, and then the twin girls, I had, I got two girls. I just love them to death and I can eat them up <laughs> and, um, they're super cool. And my husband who has supported me from day one of starting this business and has watched me cry and laugh and struggle, um, and pull my hair out and, um, also enjoy, 
um, uh, you know, what I have created. So um, uh, I, the first thing that I've comes to mind, and I think it's really important to, for everyone is to find that, um, that family connection. I think those, you know, those are the people closest to you. Um, and, you know, I do believe like blood is thicker than water, right? Like those are the people that are going to protect you. So to stay grounded, that's definitely the first thing that comes to mind. Um, and then uh, after that, um, I will say, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's movement. Movement keeps me grounded. Um, if I miss, uh, like when I'm traveling and I can't, like those fitness conferences would drive me crazy because it wasn't the same, right? And, and it's been kind of nice like to have a break and we're not going like, 10 conferences a year or all over the place. Um, uh, the uh, Movement is really, really ground, grounds me and makes me feel whole and, um, and connected, definitely. Well, thank you for that. Thank you for sharing that. Um, we, I always ask uh, my guests about a recommended book or a course that, uh, that you've read or enjoyed lately. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Actually, I am on uh, a book right now. Um, oh my God, I listen to it all day. Um, and I just, uh, Robert Igor. Um, uh, um, oh my God, no, Trace. What is it called? This is this is this is menopause. This is fifty. <laughs> this is <laughs> the ride of a lifetime. God, I couldn't think of it. I listened to it. His. This is the former CEO of, of Disney, and. It's about leadership and his 10 principles. I'm, actually, I have our monthly um, call. Uh, we have a monthly call with our, our big team, right? So we have the master trainers, ambassadors, um, anybody that's kind of involved, co directors. We have once a month we meet, aside from the weekly calls with the directors. Um, and I'm sharing this with them because the 10 principles of leadership are just One's as, one's as beautiful as, you, as the next. And, um, and I, I think I listened to it about a dozen times. The, the skills, the, the, the skills, the 10 skills that he's, he lists, they're, they're really, really um, beautiful. So Ride of a Lifetime is what I'm really enjoying right now. And I'm about to start uh, the book Grit, which um, I can't remember the, art, the author's name, but um, you know, it, it, in this fast paced moving world, and this is actually another thing of um, going back to leadership um, and um, uh, mentoring. As much as our hard skills are so important, our soft skills are even more important right now. Soft skills, empathy, um, allowing for creation, um, listening, um, these, uh, these are really going to carry over even more so as we are moving so fast. The changes that are taking place are so fast. And I think sometimes you have to kind of step out of, like I have to remove myself sometimes from LinkedIn because it's just a whirlwind of like, uh, of, of tech, 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 tech. There is a human component to all this and we cannot forget about it. I'm witnessing it right now as clubs you know, are open here in, in my area, you know, uh, there's a whole return, return to socialization. <laughs> Thank God. Um, and uh, 
Um, but those, those soft skills are just as important if you're going to have a business um, successfully as yeah. much as the hard skills. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. I, I 100% agree with you on that one. Um, that was always my husband and I, our duality of leadership. He was very strategic and operational and I was all about the people. And that worked really well for us. So yeah. That is I great. Appreciate what that you said. Yeah. Hey, yeah. It's yeah. so awesome to spend this time with you. Um, and I'm really looking forward to seeing you in person again soon. Who knows? I where? cannot wait. Well, I cannot I wait. I you know what? For twenty twenty three. I've got two dance floor dates for twenty twenty three. One's in LA and oh. one's in Ibiza. And yeah. We could do that. All right, well let me know when you go and I'll meet you there. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. I hope you enjoyed listening to the episode as much as I enjoyed hosting it. I love that there are so many generous women willing to share their story and expertise to help and inspire all of us going through the mire of menopause. If you enjoyed this episode, please check the show notes to follow my guests. All their details are there. And if you want to stay connected for further episodes, please like, subscribe, review, and of course, share with your friends. It's through your support and feedback that I can continue to produce episodes. Aroha nui.